listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Mr. Shatoyo, good afternoon, sir. When last did you send a please call me? Oh, good afternoon, guys. How <laughs> 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 you want to expose me to the so everyone is listening? <laughs> 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 oh yeah you know why I, I i thought of this please call me it's like on the weekend when i took a just catching up on my reading and i saw that uh the young man who's suing is is no longer a young man now because it's been 15 years he's doing what i come for that uh please call me mm-hmm. idea uh, so it just made me wonder they are paying each other 28 billion who's still using that please call me feature <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, elitism. There's people who still need it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Shato, I hope you're having a very good start to your week. Oh, no, it's been good. Uh, God has been truly, truly great today. So, yeah, yeah I'm enjoying it. All right. Uh, so today we continue on that journey, how to start uh, your business. Let's recap on the conversations that we had last week before we jump into today's notes. Uh, take out your diaries, ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneurs, and those who want to get into the entrepreneurship space, uh, the business guru. is in the building and is going to be helping us to become the better version of ourselves in terms of how we run our businesses. Kathleen, we run a business without even a single document. It's just 175 rand to re- register a business and start your own uh, project that will become an amazing 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 um a, what do you call it a, a investment yeah for investment the future. investment for the future yeah mr Tata, to help us last week we spoke about research as well as the admin that goes into uh, starting your business yeah so yeah uh, i think just to um recap for the ones who are not here last week mm-hmm. the reason why we're getting into this topic which it seems it seems so simple, um, but it's so, so sometimes the reason why people fail is because they overlook the basic simple stuff and they want to go for the big stuff. So that's why we first started on discussing what is entrepreneurship and now we're just discussing what is the best way to start a business. Yes, yeah. you can start a business. Yes, you can start selling mm-hmm. um, outside of your house, but is that the best way to start your business? Is that a business that is going to help you, you know, be financially free? Is that a business that is going to help you get generational wealth so that your family never has to to lack? Mm-hmm. No, there is a way to start a business if you wanted to get big. And I made reference to the fact that, you know, when we were growing up, there were so many businesses around Elokshin, people, you know, general dealers, people selling groceries and things along those lines. And those businesses lasted for a few years, but they're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look at other businesses that started even smaller than that, and right now, they are, some of them are listed, some of them are huge, huge companies, right? And what is the difference between those two businesses? And sometimes it's how you start your business because how you start your business, you know, um, will inform exactly where, is informed by exactly where you want your business to get to. So if you want your business to get to really a high, a greater heights, mm-hmm. you have to really start it in the right way. And we said there were three steps that we wanted to discuss. And the first step was research that you need to do your proper research concerning who is your customer you know where are they based are they willing to buy your products mm-hmm. um how do you how best to communicate with them where are they exactly on social media you know and the fact that if you want you know something was timber like saying that you know if you're selling if you if you say that you're selling to everyone then at the end of the day you'll be selling to no one mm-hmm. so it's very important for you to know who your customer is talk to your customer specifically 
um, and 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 that will really inform or, or help you to come up with a campaign that is more direct and therefore more effective. So research is very important, and we spoke also about the administration side of the business. That's the one where. Tina, sometimes we, we don't like it because we don't want this paperwork, but it's an important part of a business. Mm-hmm. When you're starting a business, you're starting a legal entity that is a juristic person and, you know, it needs its papers to to, 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 to work well in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And also, on, apart from that, perception is key. Just having the right documentation makes your business look more attractive. Whether you're talking to a customer, whether you're talking to an investor, whether you're talking to a potential partner or someone like that, telling your partner or your that person that you actually have this document and this document and this document just makes you look more professional, right? You might, you know, know nothing about what these documents rec- represent, but if you have them, it just makes you look more professional. And you want to look more professional. You want to look more credible, yeah. right? Especially for small businesses in South Africa, we, we, we suffer from a lack of credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why people don't buy from us is because they don't know if they can trust us. But immediately when you say, no, here's my registration number yeah. with CIPC. Uh-huh. Here's my tax clearance certificate. I'm also registered on CSD. Yeah. All of a sudden they'd be like, oh, this person even knows what CSD is, right? If you can be registered on a central supplier database for the government, all of a sudden now I'm actually more willing to buy from you than before simply because your the, these documents have elevated my, my perception of your company because at the back of my mind i know that it takes someone who's diligent enough to actually go out and get these papers done and you might find that getting all of these papers done might won't even cost you more than 250 rand right so it's very important that those were the two steps that we spoke about last week and today we're going to get into planning so now we step into the space of planning, uh, which is now the, the map work that we need to put into place to make sure that we execute well. Yes, definitely. So I don't know. I mean, if it's a football team goes into the field without planning, <laughs> no formation, <laughs> no nothing, all we know is that oh, we're all talented, it's 11, we're talented, we don't plan. Yeah. You don't have any game plan. You're probably going to be beaten, right? And this is what happens to a lot of us. Right. Yes, your product is great. Yes, people are talking about it. But if you don't have a plan, you are end up you're gonna end up failing. And this is what happens to a lot of us. Right. I, as a person who draws up business plans for people, um, have seen this that people come to me because I mean, if I'm drawing up your business plan, I'm not creating your business for you. But a lot of people, when they come to me, they have no idea about the direction of their business. At the end of the day, I'm not even doing a business plan. I'm literally building the whole business for you, right? Because the, the the process of making a business plan has to start with you. Before you go to someone to do it for you professionally, you have to sit down and say, okay, where is my business going, right? So there's certain plans that you need to make concerning your business because a plan is not just a document you use to get funding. It's an actual plan, something you follow every day, something you give your employees and say, this is what we are following. This is the plan we're following in order to get to where we want to get to. Otherwise, if you don't have a plan, it's like trying to find a a treasure without a map, right? You just know it's in this vicinity, but you need a plan, something to actually guide you to say, where are we going to get to where we're we're trying to get to? So I know a lot of people, even, you know, someone I respect, VT, would say business plans are obsolete anymore. No, I disagree with them categorically there. The only business plans that are irrelevant are the ones that you want. Maybe the 250 page that you, you want to send to the bank. Maybe that one is irrelevant. But you have to have an internal plan, a plan that you and your business follow 
to know what when A happens, B will happen, to know what we need to get to A, B, C, D, right? So I just want to discuss some of the elements that go into a business plan that would actually help you very much in terms of where your business is going. And it will also, you know, almost help you be, be better articulate about your business. Yeah. When you've written something down and you've read it over and over, whenever some somebody can slap you in the middle of the night, you'll wake up and tell them exactly what your business is about. <laughs> As opposed to somebody yeah. asking you, what's your business about? You're like, eh, so uh, we sell. No, when you've done your business plan, you'll be like, okay, so our business does this. Mm-hmm. Here are our main customers. Here's our value proposition. Here's our offering. We currently need this much money. We're starting with this. When we get to this much money, we're going to move to this level. Just all of a sudden, when you talk, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And this sort of communication comes by you actually drafting your ideas down. I actually once heard some um, someone say that the human mind can only hold three ideas at a time. Ooh. And that when you start getting a fourth one, the first one goes. Mm. And I've seen this to be true. Sometimes you have so many ideas, but if you don't write them down, you know, you end up losing them. And you see somebody doing what you you planned one day, like, ah, oh, I had that idea. Well, maybe if you had written it down and actually mm-hmm. had a plan on how to execute it, you would be where that other person is. Mm-hmm. And I remember there used to be a time where um, I used to be so afraid. You know, there's something called an NDA which is a non-disclosure agreement where before I speak to someone about my idea, I'd make you sign an NDA so that you don't steal my idea. Until my mentor told me something. He says, look, don't make people sign NDAs because that's not, if ideas were enough to make people money, then almost everyone would be rich. Mm. It's not the idea that makes you rich. It's okay. how you plan on executing the idea that makes you rich. So I can tell somebody my business idea, does they can try and steal it, but the work that has to go into planning and executing is about ruler. Or even if they do try and execute it, I just must make sure that I've got a better execution strategy. Yeah. Because, yeah, you might try it, but I've got a better execution strategy. I've got a plan that I'm following to make sure that the outcomes of these ideas, this idea actually comes out, right? So stop being so afraid of, your oh, my songs and it's the NDA just to hear your idea. I'm not going to go out <laughs> and try and do your idea. It's not that easy, mm-hmm. right? An idea is literally the first and probably one of the easiest parts of it. The next phase is turning that idea into a business, a vehicle that communicates the value of that idea to people in such a way that it makes you money consistently. Mm-hmm. And not just makes you money consistently, covers your expenses, enables you to live, and also prepares you for the next phase. Mm-hmm. Right. So the building of a plan helps you with this, right? So let me just go through some of these points. Mm-hmm. So firstly, um, you've got a product or you've got an idea. Very beautiful. Next question you should be asking yourself, and this the plan will help you with this, is how do you make money consistently from that product or from that idea? Mm. Oh, no, I can make a product and sell 20 because people are excited. <laughs> but it's not a business. Mm. It's only a business when I can make that money consistently. The whole year through, I'm selling these items. The Year number two, year number three, I'm selling these items. That just doesn't just happen because your product is great. There are things that you need to do in order to make sure that you're you're making money consistently. Because if you're not making money consistently, then it ends up not becoming a sustainable business, right? So that's the first thought I want you to have. How do you make money consistently? Number two, how much money is enough for the business to survive, Mm. right? Yes, you're selling and there's 20,000 rand in your bank account. It's beautiful. But if you actually take into account the fact that 
you're using your mom's electricity, you're using your, your, your dad's garage, and you're not paying yourself. You might actually find that if you are paying for these things externally, you would actually be making a loss. So how much money is enough for your company to survive? Because now when you actually you know, go out there and, you know, you've got your office space, that's when you're going to get the shock of your life because you, you're still going to start saying, I'm actually not making enough money. Mm-hmm. I'm making money, but it's not enough for my business to, to be sustainable. And then number three is how much money do you need to make in order for your business to grow? Because we're aiming for growth, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got these three things. How do I make money consistently? Mm-hmm. How much money do I need to make at a minimum for my business to survive? And number three, how much money do I need to make for my business to grow? Mm-hmm. And then there's strategies for you to follow in order to ensure that these three things happen. Because these are the three things that need to happen in your business in order for you to have a successful business, right? Mm-hmm. But in order for you to get there, you have to plan all of these things when you're starting, right? So from the what onset. are some of the main... Mm-hmm. Yeah? From the onset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the onset. From the don't say, ah, no, I'm selling three, four now. Young boy, I want it. I'll be selling a thousand. How? <laughs> How are you going to go from selling 10 to selling a thousand? Right? There has to be a plan. Uh-huh. How many customers do you have right now that are making you get a thousand? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got five customers. So, in order for you to get to a hundred thousand, how many customers will you need? You'll need 50 customers. Okay, cool. How do we go from five customers to 50 customers? That's mm-hmm. in your plan. All right. So, every, every third month, we plan to increase three customers. How do we increase three customers? We start printing out flyers, going door to door, and out of the 30 flyers we distribute, we know we're going to get three customers. That's mm-hmm. a plan. But if you haven't written it down, you're just going to sit there waiting for customers to multiply, but they are not, right? So when we're talking about business planning, I don't want you to think about a document. I want you to think about you yourself planning about, okay, how am I going to go from where I am right now to where I want to go at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of the year right now. You have to have your goal with your business. Mm-hmm. If you're making 10000 last year, you want to make 20000 this year. It won't just happen automatically. You have to have a plan in place that you follow throughout the whole year. You get to the end of the year. Maybe you only made 15000 You can reflect. Did I follow the pr- plan properly? Was my plan properly drafted? Did I misunderstand certain things? Mm-hmm. The next year when you draw your plan for the year, you know exactly what to change. I promise you this will change your business's life if you do something like this. You just plan for the year ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, plan for the year ahead, plan for six months ahead, and then maybe plan for the month ahead. You sit down with your team at the beginning of the month or you sit down with yourself <laughs> if you're self-employed and you say, okay, what do we want to achieve at the end of this month and how do we plan on achieving it, right? So all of these things, they force you to put systems in place that, you know, are, are, are similar to the systems that are there in big corporations, mm. right? But if I'm selling quarters and I'm waiting for people to come to my window, mm. how is that sustainable? But if I've got a plan, why are people going to other quarter places? Mm. What can I change? What can I do that is different, right? All of these things, they help, right? So some of the, the key things that I, that I want you to put in your plan when you when you start planning is what are you trying to achieve for the period in question? Ah, right? Are ah. you trying to increase your sales? Are you trying to increase your followers, increase your engagements? That's the first question. Mm. Number two, of course, we've always spoken about this. What is your value proposition? Meaning what makes your business different? What makes it special? Is it the quality? Is it the price? Is it the service? Whatever it is, you need to know that because people are always going to ask you mm. what makes you different. There's mm-hmm. 10 people selling quarters. What makes you different? You need to know that like the back of your hand. Number three, 
who are you selling to and how will you find them Ooh, who are you selling to and how, how will you find, you find them all right mm-hmm. right very important know who your customer is and know how to access them right if you have to go to the wherever it is to the gym to find them and talk to them you go there but you need to know those things and then number this is very very important how much will it cost you to find them or to hey. get a customer it's yeah. called a um, a cost of customer acquisition very mm. important metrics how much does it cost you to get a customer if it's costing you zero to buy a customer it, it might sound like it's good but it's not good mm-hmm. because you are just ho- hoping that you get customers but if i know that okay in a month i spend 10000 rand on google ads as well as facebook ads mm-hmm. and from the 10000 rand i make 1000 customers so it's costing me 100 rand to gain a customer mm-hmm. now if it's costing me 100 rand to gain a customer and that customer brings me to 400 rand then i know that that, that each customer makes me 300 rand in profit mm-hmm. very important because that one person once told me this if you are not spending money on marketing then you are really playing with fire because marketing is not he said don't look at marketing as an expense marketing is an investment on getting your customers because how else are you going to get people to know or to be interested if you're not marketing right so cost of customer acquisition is that how much money are you spending to get one customer right mm. and the lower that that rand amount is the better right because if they if it's costing you one rand to get them and they're bringing you 100 rand then that business is going to be sustainable right mm. so you know find out who they are and how to find them and then how much does it cost you to acquire them and then also you know how will you supply to them mm. right you've got your t-shirts they look fantastic what is your distribution channel one of the reasons why McDonald's is so popular, even though we might not like their food, is because they're easily accessible. Ah. Ease of access is a, is a currency. Uh-huh. Ease of access is a currency. I might be thinking, oh my goodness, I really, really want this great burger, but yo, you figure over in Emperor's Palace, mm. I'm gonna go to McDonald's. So you want to make it as easy as possible for people to 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 get your product, right? Mm-hmm. Don't make it hard it's not their job to get their product from you it's your job to get it to them as easily as possible mm-hmm. so this part of the business plan is you t- thinking okay am i going to partner with the courier guy am i going to use pep what exactly am i going to do to make sure that my customers get my product so this is part of the plan right um and then also very important about how much money do you need to start mm-hmm. and do you have that money if you don't have it where will you get it right mm-hmm. and that's where now we get into the subject of getting funding but don't just go ask for funding for funding's sake after you've done your plan and you look you find out how much money will i need to start this plan then it's easy for you to go to someone and say look i'm actually on a long journey but to start i just need this amount and then this amount is going to get me there mm-hmm. you just sound a whole lot more professional and also it helps you align your thoughts right so that you're not all over the place but you know exactly what you're doing and the steps you need to follow in order for you to get to where you need to get to so this is the importance of planning wow uh, we are unfortunately out of time but we have got a question coming through on the on the line from uh, let's see the name here mr Eddie. he's asking he says mr Tlatoyo, please help us this afternoon uh, i have a business with my family and we have been listening to the show for a while and we're learning step by step so now we started a new business in january and we are spending a lot of money in producing the product that we sell 
to the public. Um, but we are following a step that you taught us uh, that is about uh, making sure that you put the brand out there. How far should we go in terms of cost um, before we actually uh, look for making a profit? Sure. Mm. What a beautiful question. I don't even think we have time for me to answer it properly. I don't know if we can get into it as a first thing next week, but I love this question, and I'm definitely going to come up with the most ideal answer for you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. We will take that question in detail next week. Do make sure that you stay tuned in. And I believe they've taken it from the conversations where you were talking about how you have uh, you started 365 Local, but you were working on it without expecting to make any profit yet. Not it's just It's a way of informing that night 365 Local econ, but not yet into making millions out of it. Anyway, Mr. Tlatoyo, we're going to talk about that in detail next week. How do people reach out to you all right so you can reach out to me directly either via linkedin that's uh, founder of 365 local or you can just email me on ndogozo at 365local.co.za i'd be happy to help anyone who needs thank you so much and what are your parting words to our listeners this afternoon oh my parting words i'm just uh inspired by the caller who um who just spoke right now to 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 hear that there are people out there starting businesses is is joy for me because we need you, your ideas, your gifts, and your talents. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless, and God bless everyone who's listening. Oh, that is the super amazing business guru. We'll join us again next week. Uh, we are... This is Hope Live Radio, shaping minds for a better future. Thank you.